0: Welcome, this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 216. We're looking at Acts chapter 4, verses 23 through 31. Let's read our passage. After they were released, they went to their own people and reported everything the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they had heard this, they raised their voices together to God and said, Master, you are the one who made the heaven, the earth, and the sea, and everything in them. You said through the Holy Spirit, by the mouth of our father David, your servant, why do the Gentiles rage, and the peoples plot futile things? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers assemble together against the Lord and against his Messiah." For in fact, in this city both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, assembled together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, to do whatever your hand and your will had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, consider their threats, and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand for healing, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God boldly. Well, this is, uh, we're in Acts chapter 4. We had the, the scene in the temple where John and Peter had gone to the temple to pray and observe the evening sacrifice. They encountered the lame man at the beautiful gate to the temple courts, and he was begging for alms. They said, we don't have any money, but stand up and walk, be healed in the name of Jesus. And he was healed. And it was quite the miraculous event. They gathered with the other believers at Solomon's colonnade later. And a crowd gathered because of this miraculous healing. And Peter was proclaiming the gospel. Well, it caught the attention of the leadership, the Sadducees primarily, the chief priests. And and the temple police came and arrested them. It was already late in the day, so they put him in jail overnight. Then brought him before the Sanhedrin the following morning. They asked, by what name or what power are you doing this? And so Peter, again, proclaims the gospel of Jesus Christ, that that was the power by which this man was healed. Well, they threaten him. They sit him out of the meeting, confer among themselves, what can we do? It's not like they've broken any laws, but they certainly are annoying us because they're preaching about a resurrection, which can get people stirred up into thinking about the messiah and wanting to have some kind of revolt against rome and this group's pretty friendly with rome they don't last thing they want is the roman army to come in and put down some kind of revolt so they threaten peter and john peter and john say well you know what do you think should we obey you or obey god so they threaten them further and send them on their way and that brings us to today so verse 23 after they were released, they went to their own people and imported everything the chief priests and elders had to say to them. So they went back to wherever it was that this central group of believers was congregating, staying, living temporarily. We don't really know exactly what the scenario was, but likely this is the place where the Holy Spirit came upon them just uh, sometime recently. And it's probably just that initial core group of people. The fact he says that they went back to their own people implies it's, it's more than just the 12, the 12 apostles, more like the 120 that the Holy Spirit initially came upon. Now we know there's thousands of them, but it's not like there's any place where thousands of people could stay. Most of the people that have come to faith, a good many of them, are, are natives of Jerusalem. And so they've got their own homes to go to. But they went back and reported to the other believers what had happened. And and told them, hey, we were arrested because we healed this man. They probably heard that. But now they come back and report what had gone on inside the chambers with the Sanhedrin. Verse 24. When they heard this, they raised their voices together to God and said. So their first response is prayer coming together before God in prayer. Now, you got to confess. I mean, if you're really honest, what would your prayer be? What would my prayer be? Lord, please make them stop picking on us. Make the road ahead of us easy. Stop the, the evil people who don't want to see your plan succeed, those who put Jesus to death, those who are plotting against you. Make them stop. That, that would be our prayer, probably. It would be my prayer. But they start rever- referring to who God is. He says, they say, master. Now this word is, uh, the, the Greek words despotes, which where we get the word despot. But it, it means Lord, Master, Sovereign Lord. It's only used five times in the New Testament. It was common in the Old Testament. But it's not used that often in, in the New Testament. But, but here they use that. And the idea is authority, ownership. So some of the English translations just say Lord, but many of them say sovereign Lord, or here in this case, master. Master, you are the one who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. You said through the Holy Spirit by the mouth of our father David, your servant. All right, so he's going to quote Psalm 2. They are going to quote this. It just says they said. So this is coming from the group. He refers to the fact that God is the sovereign Lord. He is the creator. He is in charge. Nothing happens without his say-so. And, and so they're appealing to his control over things. And they quote Psalm 2. Why do the Gentiles rage and the peoples plot futile things? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers assemble together against the Lord and against his Messiah. The, the Psalms basically say that the, the authorities of the earth, the people of the earth, naturally rebel against God's plan. And the people who are not following Christ, the people who are not children of God, the people who have not been forgiven of their sin and brought into a reconciled relationship with God, they are naturally at odds with God and his plan, and by extension, God's people verse 27, and gives a specific current example of that. For in fact, in this city, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel assembled together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your will had predestined to take place. So, from the psalm, it's the people of the earth, the rulers of the earth, the authorities of the earth, the organization of this earth naturally conspire to rebel against God's plan. In fact, we just saw that with Herod and Pilate and the Sanhedrin. All the people conspired to thwart the plan of God by executing Jesus. The adds, whom you had anointed to do whatever your hand and your will had predestined to take place. So, even though the people plot against God and God's people, they actually play into God's plan. They actually are used by God to accomplish his plan verse 29. And now, Lord, consider their threats, and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand for healing, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So even though the people plot to thwart the plan of God, they can't, because God is in charge. He is the sovereign Lord. He is the master of creation. And while they plot to undermine God's plan. God uses them in his plan. And their prayer is, use us in your plan. Grant us the boldness to speak your word. So here, John and Peter have been arrested for preaching the gospel. They were threatened not to preach the gospel. They responded, we have to do what God has told us. They were threatened further than released. And they come back to their people and tell everyone what's going on. And all of them come together. And their prayer is, Lord, grant us the boldness to keep doing what they've threatened us not to do. Nowhere in here is the protect us from these evil people. But give us the boldness to not be afraid of them and do what, they've, what you've called us to do and what they've threatened us against doing. Now, we never were told what the threat was, but the implication was we killed your leader, Jesus. And don't think it's beyond us to kill you, too. We got the Roman government to kill your leader, Jesus. Don't think we would hesitate to do the same with you. And their prayer is, Lord, give us the boldness to keep doing it. Now, just interesting words here in verse 27. Talk about the uh, people of Israel assembled together against your holy servant, Jesus. Then we see servant again. Uh, Lord, consider their threats and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness. Two different words here gets translated as servant. The the first one under Jesus is, is pedos, which can mean servant, can also mean child. And so it's a servant, but a, a more of a servant sense, where the word gets translated servant referring to the people, grant us that your servants may speak, is is the word doulos, which can also get translated as slave. So it's kind of a a lower order of servant. So they're not putting themselves on the same uh, level as Jesus, the servant of God. They are servants of God, but they're also servants of Jesus. So they're not putting themselves, even though Jesus is the servant of God, they are slaves of God. And, And their prayer is, Lord, keep your plan going. We know you're going to keep your plan going. And even though they're trying to thwart their plan, you're going to use them in your plan. So use us in your plan while you keep doing your plan, while you stretch out your hand for healing. And signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. In verse 31, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak the word of God boldly. What do we see here? Sometimes we focus on the the place was shaken, but actually the prayer is answered in that they all began to speak the word of God boldly. That was their prayer. Lord, empower us to speak the word boldly. And the final word is they spoke the word boldly. Their prayer was answered. The Holy Spirit empowered them to do what God had called them to do. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.